But here, on the very rim of known space, justice is a long way away. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian. And joining me, as always, is your co-host, Spaz. Ambitious as always. <laughs> your co-host, Julie. Hello from the great greening Norse. Ah, it's springtime. And and no other place do you appreciate springtime than a place that has actual seasons. <laughs> uh, your co-host, Thorsten. Yeah, hello from freezing Germany. Is it still freezing there? Oh, it's, it's, cold. it's cold, chilly, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, your co-host, Jacob. Is it chilly there, too? Shit for the moon. And if you miss, uh, your frozen corpse will be a morning meal to your failure. <laughs> and your co-host, David. I was frozen today. Who gave us this snow again? Oh, really? Please stop it. Very, uh, very chill, like chill, uh, like freaking cold-based uh, intro we got going on there. Yeah, uh, I suppose. Sounds, it sounds like a very cold in Europe today. Very it's cold. Chilly. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's chilly here too. It's in the it's in the fifties, maybe the sixties, uh, Fahrenheit. Uh, it's it's cold Fahrenheit. here. Fahrenheit. I was gonna say, oh, that's, oh, no, it, really? really? No, chilly. no, not Celsius. No, we'd Kelvin, be dead. Kelvin. We'd, we'd be dead. We'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Kelvin. California. It's Kelvin, right? Kelvin. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say it gets it gets warm in Cali, but this much? Not hey, wait a second. Isn't California spelled with a C? It's not Celsius. <laughs> It's not that warm. So, friends, we have kind of a nebulous, weird topic. This was my idea um, for a topic, and um, I hope it's a good one. (laughs) I can't guarantee it will be, but I hope it's a good one. It was my idea for a topic. We're going to talk about indie developers and their games that we find particularly uh, ambitious. Um hardworking, ambitious, shooting for the moon, as Jacob said, that sort of thing. Because, you know, we, we love our indie developers. We, 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 we love all of them, you know, good and, ba- good and bad. We love that they're trying to make things that entertain us. But there are some that we want to single out for maybe being androids because we don't know if they sleep or something. Like, like some of these developers... <laughs> It's very confusing because <laughs> they'll just be update after update after patch after patch. And we're like, when do you eat? <laughs> and the developer that made me think of this uh, is the developer of uh space one and two, which is what's on the stream right now, because uh, they're a Turkish developer. I believe uh, they do yep. this part time. Their full-time job is a lawyer. Thank you, Thorsten for, finding that wonderful tidbit out. I'm not going to try and... Well, it's on their website. It's not subtle. Oh, it's fair. I'm not going to try and say their name because uh, I'd ruin it and I don't want (laughs) to... I don't want to be that guy. Uh, But uh, Spaceborn 1 was already very ambitious. I remember one particular patch note for Spaceborn 1 that said, oh, we just added a dynamic economy. Like, like it was a, we, it was like the most mundane thing in the world. Like just added a dynamic economy. Like, what? It was just a yeah, patch. So to, clarif- 
And to clarify, the developer is, is one Mr. Burak Dabak, which is an immensely funny name if you're Polish and a perfectly reasonable name if you're anyone else. Okay, I appreciate you saying the name, trying to say the name properly and not me. Uh, thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would probably I'm, ruin it. Again, again, I'm Polish. I could, there is no language in the world I cannot properly pronounce it with, with enough effort. <laughs> like, I have, I have seen things you people wouldn't believe. <laughs> Okay. I will need you later. <laughs> oh god, not this again. Okay. Right, uh, so Spaceborn. Yeah. Right. So Spaceborn 2 is proving to be even more ambitious than the first. I think one of his recent patch notes was like, oh, we just added diplomacy to your faction. Like in this game, you get your own faction eventually. That's a thing. And and you can be you can engage in diplomacy with any of the other factions in the game which includes alliances and trade and all this stuff. And this is a first slash third person space adventure game that also has uh, <laughs> a Crusader King style element to it. My God. Um, he's, uh, go ahead. We're just going to skip over the fact that it has both uh, competent space combat and janky, but also still competent ground combat on foot. Yeah. And it, it <laughs> completely seamless on both ends. Oh yeah, and and also it it also mixes the two because you can be on a space station and suddenly oh that space station's being attacked by pirates. Oh no, <laughs> and suddenly there might be pirates on your space station that you have to shoot. <laughs> and then something something that the funny game we can't we, we won't mention has been trying to get right for a decade. We can mention Star Citizen. We, we can mention We can mention Star Citizen. Don't mention it. Has been trying to get game. right for it's a big decade. Like the last time I played Star Citizen, which is, is mainly a couple of years ago, uh, I remember I fell through the sh I fell through the spaceship. <laughs> I was on a spaceship. I was literally yeah, I was standing in the back of a spaceship. It was going at warp, and I fell out of it. <laughs> I clipped through it. It's like, uh, guys, <laughs> you, yeah, you got some work to do here. But um, I mean, Spaceborn Two is it's still got some issues. Like it's got a Eve Online style scanning thing that is actually more complicated than Eve Online, which I is impressive. Good. Yeah, which it, it, but I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm not saying that in a positive way. I think it's too complicated. Um, it like planets still have missing things. Like if you go to a city on a planet, it basically there's nothing to do there. Uh, so it's still got things that are missing. You know, it's not done. But I I've just been impressed with the amount of work this guy puts into into this this series and and. And and he he took a lot of what was janky and problematic, not problematic, uh, inefficient from the first game, and has really streamlined it in the second one. And it's just like he actually listened to to player feedback and has made, I would say, a much much better game in the second one. I'd say even even in early access, it's insanely playable, you know. And it's only like fifteen bucks for God's sakes. <laughs> Like that's you have to spend what three times that much to get into Star Citizen, and there's not as much gameplay here. What was it like forty five bucks to to buy into Star Citizen? I think, and um, this has more gameplay, 
And I, I, and in my Steam review of this in uh, of Spaceborn Two, I compare. I said, "Why would you play Star Citizen when you would just play this?" And uh, I got crap about it. I'm like, "Well, I mean, it's kind of obvious. <laughs> this game is trying to do all the things that Star Citizen wants to do, and because it's not trying to do an MMO, he's kept it manageable and is succeeding. You know, so uh, my hats off to this guy." whose name I'm not going to say. <laughs> Mr. <Mister> Beetroot. <laughs> he's, 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 a, he's a great dev. If you go on his uh, Discord, he's very responsive. I don't know how he has all the time, because he's a freaking lawyer. <laughs> but uh, apparently he has the time to dedicate to this. Maybe he only sleeps. A, like, there are people who only need, what, a few hours of sleep a night? Like, th- two or three hours? There are people that that's a thing, right? Maybe he's one of those people. Yeah, I yeah, it's possible. Yeah, maybe he naps a lot during the day. Maybe he works from home, or maybe he's a freelance lawyer and he naps a lot during. I don't know. <laughs> but that is my first pick for ambitious indie developers. Uh, Spaz, you got one? Yes, I do. Actually, the um, the game I'm currently playing as we're talking because it's just a Zen game for me. Uh, Hello Games of No Man's Sky fame. Yeah, it's it's strange to mention them as a as ambitious. ambitious in this anything. Case. I would right, I, but it they, fits. They feel like an indie to me. Only, yeah, they feel like an indie. They, to me. Well, they are indie. Yeah, they are indie. That's not that's not in question. I I think it's uh, just the fact that they have they launched No Man's Sky the way they did, and that didn't go so great. Even though I loved the game at the at the onset and still do, but uh, they have been just I would say prolific in not just the number of updates, but how frequently they put them out. They they did their ninth expedition uh, earlier this year, and just a couple months later, they're putting out another update, which just launched today as we're recording this which has added not just the ability to fly as the sentinel ships you can you can just repair one which i just did in fact uh, uh, just before the show started but you can also let's just say upset the sentinels enough so that they send a capital ship after you and then you can take out the capital ship now that's oh. a thing that you can do now that you could not do before dear lord <laughs> that is um yeah, that is definitely an impressive thing. I and it's on Switch. Yeah, how they got it on Switch, I have no freaking idea. But, I think it was like a deal with the devil or something. I think somebody had to sell your soul to get it on. Switch. There, are, there are some ports that have come to Switch that I don't know. Like that's one of them. I don't know how they put Wreckfest on the Switch. I don't know how they put uh, Witcher Three on the Switch. But my God. They have really crammed some impressive ports onto that some, damn. Wait, Witcher Three? That thing still has issues running on my modern day jacked out to hell PC. Apparently, How does it run on the Switch at all. Apparently, it's and really good on the Switch. It is. It runs smooth. It's just. It, it's it's mm. great. It's great. I'm impressed. Genuinely, I know. I know. Very impressive. But okay, yeah. uh, now the granted. Huh. But it, some of the graphics are not as good as on your PC. Well, but, sure. You know, runs well, great. Sure. But uh, 
and there's no multiplayer, but that's again a a concession that makes sense right. for the platform. I actually got No Man's Sky on the Switch, and that's where I've been primarily playing it of late. And it is fantastic on the Switch. And you would worry that load times would be horrendous. And they're not terrific, but they're not as bad as you would think for a, basically a portable universe. You know, I, I got to say, kudos to whoever ported that damn thing over to the Switch, because my God. <laughs> My question is, and I haven't, believe it or not, I haven't bought it on the Switch yet, but yes. uh, uh, my question is, like the PC version, do they have all the 200 and something universes, or is it just the one? I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. It doesn't have the multiplayer. As far as I know, it does. As far as I know, they've got they've got all of the, uh, the uh, various galaxies in there. Uh, what the Nexus missions have been added from the last I heard. I mean, I don't have a switch, so I can't, I can't say with a hundred percent certainty. I believe they have. I, heard, I believe they have. Yeah. Yeah. They added the, uh, the Nexus uh, was not in and they added that back in. Uh, and so Nexus missions are a thing. Yeah. The yeah. switch, the switch has plenty to it. Um, I never got past the fifth universe, and then somebody told me how. I said, "There, how many universes? Oh, two hundred and something." I said, oh, "I'll never make it." <laughs> That'll be a while. That's a good pick. That's a that's a really good pick because my God, they have worked. So they the 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 way they've turned that whole thing around, No Man's Sky is just, I think, one of the best stories in all of gaming. Honestly, it's one of the most positive stories Agreed. in all of gaming. Like period, like like all of it, like the entire history of video gaming. I think it's one of the most positive stories in its entirety. It's just been because my god, the crap they got when it launched, and now the 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 work they've put in. You know, it's just such a wonderful Cinderella story. <laughs> it is to their credit that they went head down and sort of radio silent as a were working on everything that was uh, not working at launch or or not up to spec at launch, I should say. And then they started putting out big updates and then more updates and then huge content stuff and then the expeditions and uh, expanding the combat systems, the flight model, the procedural generation... It's it's all so much better than it was then, and I liked it back then. I like it even more now. Yeah, it's it's become a really impressive thing, and I have to say, I I appreciate that they put in that creative mode for people like me who don't want to mine and stuff and just want to butts around and <laughs> fly around. And oh, stuff. you can even you can even customize things in the normal mode of the game where you customize your survival settings. So if you want. The uh, if you want to be able to take no damage, you can totally do that in normal mode. You don't have to. You can, but you can tweak how dangerous you want the world to be. Right. That's I mean, that's pretty cool, too. <clears throat> but I don't even want to mine at all. You know, I don't want to do any of that stuff. Yeah, that's totally fair. And yeah, there's no yeah, there's nothing to say anything against people who want to play in creative mode either. Right. And I, I love that that's an option. I, I love that it pretty much has all the same gameplay beats without the thing I don't want. 
<laughs> which is really nice. So yeah, that's and that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I re- I really do appreciate that. Uh, so Julie, who's your uh, first uh, ambitious debt indie you want to talk about? Okay, well, I'm I'm almost embarrassed to say it has absolutely nothing to do with space. That's and, fine. Uh, that's fine. It doesn't I, have to do it. I will space. link it. There is their company, and uh, the person who I am lauding here in this particular case is Eric. Now. Uh, forgive me if I don't pronounce the last name right. I don't know if it's Baron or Baroni, but uh, Eric Concerned Ape Baroni. And I wonder how he got the name Concerned Ape. And it was just like, well, it, thanks to Luke Hoon, the, uh, from the Discord server, who said he just had to find something. And, well, he liked the way it sounded. So it was like 42. And uh, so it was just. It was just something that started out as he got out of college and he needed something to put on his resume and he started this little game and and ultimately, you know, he started to valley it started out as uh I think it was like Sprout Valley and uh Ultimately, Chucklefish got involved, and then they put it on mobile versions, Android versions, Steam. It reached a point where it sold 20 million copies. And at first, it kind of put me off because I'm everybody said, Oh, this is great. This is the best thing since sliced bread. And I said, Okay, well, I'm the second generation off the farm and at first it kind of i found it off-putting because it was like oh somebody in my family once wanted to move out to the countryside when they retire and i said well send me a postcard and so but you know when you start playing this during the pandemic that's why the animal crossing took over and the guy who made Animal Crossing said he was by himself on the other side of Japan, and he said he wanted a game that kind of made him felt part of a community, and this is kind of like that to me, and it's not anybody who set out to be just this big, successful game that's on just about everything now, and uh, he's making another version of that's not it's not like this it's it's sort of this style of game but it's got a different setting altogether but you know what i especially like about him is even though he's this successful now and everybody says oh when's that going to be done it's well, be done when it's done and i can appreciate that and especially since it's an indie developer and it's not like some non-indie developers would say, "Once it done, well, I'm still busy sucking down the money." And him, it's just, well, you know, he's he's work, and we know who I'm talking about. And so, long before there was an Animal Crossing, and when Terraria and Minecraft were in its infancy, the person who started the whole genre was Eric Baroni, and he was. And um, he was credited with that by Forbes magazine and a few others. And what I also appreciate him as for is unlike, and I'll just say, unlike the governor of Florida, uh, in the game, he doesn't care who you marry. And I said, that's really nice, you know. So 
I appreciate someone with an open mind. I appreciate somebody who didn't start out to be uh, bigger than big and kind of woke up one day and say, how many people bought this? So that is my first choice. Uh, Concerned Ape is the name of the company now. That's a pretty good choice. I haven't, I don't have a lot of time in Stardew Valley, my own self, but uh, I know a lot of people who do love it. So uh, that is a good choice. All right, Thorsten, what do you got? So my first pick is uh, actually Marius Schwalber. Uh, Jacob, did I pronounce it right? Uh, can you write it down? Who? Uh, <laughs> Marius is, is, is clear and uh, C-H- W A L B A. The uh, the developer behind Codera Software. Right, I mean that one. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, carry we on. know him on Discord as Coder. Uh, <laughs> yes. Coder, okay, okay, yes. um, okay. Jacob, you have you've got problems either. <laughs> That's a treat. Um, <laughs> Okay, for those for um, those not knowing, uh, he's a developer of uh, Delta V Rings of Saturn, and yeah. that's a top-down uh, asteroid mining uh, uh, simulation. And I, I, you could call it a simulation, even if if it's top-down. Uh, it's simulated down to the to the subsystems of the of the uh, of the uh, ship and. With all the right physics, and you you can't re- you can't really imagine what what's going on in in this game, and it's, it's still playable. And I'm really impressed how much uh, uh, updates this game still gets, despite being released for four years now, five years. Well, years. isn't it still in early, it's still in early access, right? Uh, uh, yes, it's it's on early access still. Okay. I thought it, yes, it, it is. Uh, I thought it. it, it, it okay. It's, it's I was really about to have exciting. a panic attack because I'm like, did I miss another <laughs> game going 1.0? <laughs> no, it is. It is coming out soon. Ooh. Trademarked. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I. I. I was gonna say it's been in early access a while, but yeah, he is. Uh, he is like a lot of our other developers, a machine when it comes to updating his game. Yes. Now, hilariously enough, the game. Yeah, the game was sort of promised to leave early access sometime last year. That didn't happen, but the updates haven't stopped. You know what? That's uh, fine. That's fine. Yeah, you know, fine. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, you you get you get uh, every every so on uh, an update, sometimes weekly even. And uh, I'm I'm really I'm really impressed with all the work done so far. And then I mean, uh, he got an. Uh, he got an award from uh, Winchell Chunks at Atomic Rockets, uh, an uh, approval from from the site, uh, and that's not easy to get. <laughs> I mean, you mean you, you need you need you, you need it to keep it uh, pretty realistic to to uh, to get that award. And great, I, I, he's he's really a machine, and he's regularly on on, on YouTube and and doing doing streams uh, when he when he tinkers around with 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 uh, with the game and. Wow. It's yeah. simply wow. Yeah, he is insanely active, which is uh which is always great to see. You know, especially when you're interested in a game, it's great to see a very active developer. <laughs> I 
I love that. Yeah, I can't wait for his game to leave early access. I played a a good. I've I played a chunk of it. <laughs> I didn't even intend that. Uh, I played I played a bit of it and I've liked it, but I'm I'm letting it simmer, you know, because he keeps adding stuff. It's like okay, I don't want to get into something and then all of a sudden everything's changed, you know. So, but it's great. It's great. Um, so that is a good one. Uh, Jacob, what about you? What's your first uh, pick? Uh, right. So the obvious choice here is, of course, the Tracy brothers of, mm-hmm. um, Star Traders fame, though. Um, of course, let me just, uh, let me just run through their portfolio uh, real quick. They have made Star, the Star Traders series. They have made the Templar series. They have made Heroes of Steel. They have made, uh, Cyber Knights. They have started off as a mobile developer and a fairly competent one. Um... And then they decided to expand further out. And their primary ability, their primary skill is the fact that they seem to they, they seem utterly incapable of sleep. And they keep <laughs> printing out updates for their games in the literal hundreds. Yeah, I think uh, they're what the, 315 now, I think. Uh 315, yes. Star as of that's just for Star Traders Frontiers, yes. <laughs> Yes, that is just for Star Traders for Tears, and they're currently working on a on their new game Cyber Knights, which will be a somewhat, which from what I can tell is a cyberpunk game inspired somewhat by uh, Shadowrun. It will be a like a top-down isometric RPG sort of Fallout Shadowrun, uh, that sort of stuff. It's currently yep Cyber Knights Lights Flashpoint as linked in the chat, and to those listening to the stream, uh, well, that's what it, that's what it's called. Uh, they keep putting out exceptional titles. They keep updating them constantly, and they keep always delivering excellent content. And despite starting off as mobile devs, they really get ex- always put out excellent value without any extra stuff. I don't think any of their games has anything resembling a DLC uh, or microtransactions. Certainly not the certainly not the PC ones, obviously. Uh, even though I feel like funded expansions at this point would be justified, but if they insist on giving us content for free, I'm not going to stop them. <laughs> yeah, they haven't done any DLC for their games, have they? Nope, not one. Yeah, but I don't think. And they, they keep supporting them so many years after release, seven, eight years after, they're still getting updates. Yeah, like didn't the first Star Traders game on like mobile just get an update recently? I think like within the last within the last yeah several months. Yeah. I think they, they keep updating, and it's it's prolific that they put out so many updates. And yeah, we we've had them on the show before, and we should have them back on at some point, uh, especially because uh, they just keep on putting out update after update after update. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. All right, David, what do you got? Uh, well, first of all, I've had some uh, trouble getting my list together. Um, no worries. So, um, yeah, like I've been in school quite a bit, and it's been a little bit stressful. Uh, you're probably so, uh, you're probably one of the. I mean, there there are a few of us that are very busy, and there are a few of us that aren't so busy. So you're we're one of the busier ones of us. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, my first pick is going to be. Uh, Struman, oh, however you say it, Struman Studio, which uh, made uh, have made uh, Eidwine Servant Sea and uh, 
Well, they did make uh, also, I should probably run back to that. They made uh, also Space Hulk Deathwing and Necromunda most recently here. And yes. the reason I picked them is that um, when when they announced this game, I, I remember seeing uh, the first trailers for the game. I was like, oh, wow, this looks like there's EX. And uh, about at the same time, I think it was like uh, maybe two or three months later after this, yes, my legs are okay. I gained Brozoof. Um, and it's, uh, it's a yeah, unique yeah. title. Yeah, yeah, it's a very unique title. And um, yeah, Human Revolution was about to be released uh, yeah, two or three months later. And I was looking at this like, ah, oh, I'm not gonna buy Human Revolution. I will play this instead. This looks much better. Hmm. Now that's a now that's a bad mindset to have when it comes to games because Human Revolution was pretty damn good, if anything. But this was pretty damn interesting as well. Holy crap! I don't know what the, they were when they made this, but it is a weird game. Um, so it has uh, some of that cyberpunk madness in here. Um, and it's off-brand Warhammer Forty Thousand, made by a bunch of French people yes. by way of Brazil, like Brazil, yes. featuring it's... extremely bad English, a horribly yes. convoluted plot. And some of the most in- insane and unhinged gameplay and gunplay I've seen in games ever. Yes, yes, to all above. And, well, if anything, this game was pro. Well, basically a way of them to show that, yeah, they're interested in making Warhammer 40k games. Guess what they're doing now? Making 40k making- games. That- yeah. Now, both. Uh, now, Space Hulk Deathwing is okay ish. Yeah, that wasn't uh, great. But Necromunda yeah, was pretty yeah, yeah. Necromunda's pretty good. Well, it's pretty solid. I haven't also, played Necromunda. I was going myself, to so, reapply uh, the obvious the obvious video here. Yes, 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 yes. That yes, yes, summarize yes. that delightfully summarizes Divine Cybermancy. I have no idea what I talked about there, Jacob. It's just a full auto and fuller auto. I, I, yeah. I see nothing wrong with that. It's that's full auto and fuller auto. <laughs> I think I actually still need to play that game. Uh, I don't think I've actually played it. Um, you can play, what is it, like uh, 20 people co-op at the same time or something like that. So yeah, Dear uh, Lord. there's that as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a weird game. That's a lot of co-op. Yeah, I, I've heard it described as very, very French. Uh, and so, <laughs> so that, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, going to be my first pick because yeah, they, they had a vision and uh, well, they have, they have reached it, if anything. I mean, they're they're making what they want to. Now, how good their quality is or stuff like that, yeah, that, that is to be debated. But I'm happy for them that they got to do what they want, well, what they wanted to do with I Divine Cybermancy. That's that is awesome. I think I need to play the game now. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, oh wow, yeah, okay. Um, so my second pick, we're gonna do two picks today, everybody, because we're already half an hour and we've only done one pick, so we want to keep this to about an hour. So we'll do two today. And if we want to revisit this, we can do more later. Uh, so my second pick today is uh, thank you for Jacob for helping me remember this one because I should have thought of it on my own. But uh, Trevor Sorensen of Starfleet 2 because um, I don't know how he does it. He, this is basically his third job. Uh, he has three jobs, basically. He is a uh, actual rocket scientist uh, that works with NASA. He uh, teaches at, I believe it's the University of Hawaii. And uh, he also, in his whatever time he has left, <laughs> works on Starfleet 2 somehow. Um, 
he's been working on this new version since 2018. And uh, there's been, God, hundreds, if not thousands of bug fixes, new features. I could go on and on about Starfleet 2. And we we recently hit beta, so hopefully it'll come out probably in the next couple. I keep saying the next couple of months, but we're getting closer. Like the latest beta, I haven't run into one problem with it, like one. And I've played several hours of it. Um, which is great. So now we just need to like clean up the documentation and a few other things, but yeah, this, this guy is a machine and, uh, I, I just can't help but be impressed by, I could not do all the work he does. Like, I'd be like, I need to just watch my stories and just relax for a while. <laughs> and he has, apparently has time for that. Cause we share a love of murder mysteries. So we'll like talk about what we're watching lately and he's watching this German show and I'm watching this British show and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and apparently he has the brain power to watch foreign language murder mysteries, which I do not. <laughs> so multifaceted man is he. And uh, I'm just continually impressed with how much work he's able to put into this game. Plus his other two jobs, basically. <laughs> That is my second pick. Uh, Spaz, what about you? What's your second pick? Well, my second pick, uh, I'm putting it in the chat right now, mm. is uh, yes. of, uh of Ibology. Uh, and uh, he's his game. Well, it's not the only game he's, he's made, but the, the game in particular I want to mention is Approaching Infinity. And... If you have not played Approaching Infinity, you what are you doing? Probably should. What are you doing? Why are you yeah. even listening to this? Yeah. You have any, yeah. like go go buy. It. I don't care if it's on sale or not. Just go buy it right now. Right as you're listening to me talk, whether it's live or later, go buy Approaching Infinity right now. Because what are you doing? <laughs> well, I in our in our stream chat, I've also linked the Independent Space Alliance bundle, which is on Steam. And it was put together by people from our Discord, the devs on our Discord. An amazing bundle. And that includes both Delta V, Rings of Saturn, and Approaching Infinity. So what's your excuse? Um, that is an I mean, if you, can, if you can't afford it, if you can't afford it, that's one thing. But if you can't afford it and you're listening to our podcast, please buy this bundle. Snag yeah. it. That bundle has been at at as as cheap as twenty four dollars, basically, and that's an insane amount. That's an insanely low amount for how many of your games are in this? Nine, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There are ten games in this bundle, and they're all great. <laughs> okay, I haven't played Take on Mars, but all the ones I have played are great. <laughs> Helium Rain. Star like Explorers, yeah. Rings of Saturn, which you just talked about, Solar Settlers, Star Singularity. These are all absolute. These are all great games. You know, this is an amazing bundle. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was put together by devs on our Discord, which is also a you know, astounding. Nice, uh, I think for us, yeah. I mean, it's we have two hundred space game devs on our Discord. If you so, haven't joined yeah, our Discord yeah. yet, what are you doing? It's it's a great place. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great place. We love we love our Discord. <laughs> it's our most active community. It really is. And 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 as much as I kind of miss forums cuz they're a little more um permanent, you know, and searchable, uh there is something to be said for the dynamic chat-based community of a Discord. 
Um, it just takes a lot of effort to maintain. Well, yeah, but it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. I mean, absolutely worth it. I mean, even if we got ten times larger, I'd still want to do things manually, like we do, like we do today. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, Discord is great. Uh, if you haven't joined yet, again, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, that is a great pick. Um, can't go wrong with that one, Julie. What would you, what's your uh, second pick? All right, my second pick. This one is at least a company that makes games set in outer space on planet 4546B. And I will link a couple of the things that uh, first interested me in their games. There's the first one, Subnautica Below Zero. And uh, here, let me get out this. Wait, is Below Zero the expansion or the main game? I can never remember. They're both, in. They're neither one are an expansion. The first one that came out oh. is Subnautica. They are both completely independent games. Oh. They just happen to be set on the same planet. So one is Subnautica Below Zero is set two years after the first game after your character well if you played it all the way through uh manages to get off the planet and uh if you've played all the way through the credits what i can appreciate and this isn't so much as a podcast as an e uh, podcast as a spoiler as an as an Easter egg most people miss is, you know, since you're an employee, a lot of companies that say, well, if you did something while you're in our employee, what you did belongs to us. And so they say, you know, all those gems you got while you were on that planet? Well, you owe us. And uh, we'll let you land after you pay us back. So this is a company called Unknown Worlds Entertainment. And like we talked about a little bit before the show started, it's, it's not indie anymore. Uh, it is long since stopping indie, but it started out indie uh, as two guys on uh, Charlie Cleveland and Max McGuire. And I will admit, I know zip about either person. I do know they both started out as uh, a group of developers who worked on mods for Half Life. And uh, ultimately, though, they came out with uh, a casual game, which was really kind of meant to fund their other games, uh, Zen of Sudoku and uh, their mods that were very popular. And ultimately, when they reached the point where they came out with, just before they came out with Subnautica, they came to the attention of Perfect World, and Perfect World says, wow, we really like what you're doing. How are we going to buy you? And at first it wasn't a controlling interest, and then later on it was, and then they sold them to uh, the same people who craft and who developed player unknown Battlegrounds and Terra. And, but they started out as an indie, an indie studio, and uh, ironically, though, I have... Uh, autophobia like really bad and I won't get into it but it's like people say oh you're afraid of Chevy's I say yeah I'm afraid of Chevy uh, is it's it's a game where you're stranded on a water planet they both are and it was whenever when I was young and everybody else said what do you want to be oh I want to be a nurse oh I want to be a doctor what do you want to be oh I want to be a policeman what do you want to be I want to be an oceanographer like Jean Cousteau and so th- that's 
what first attracted me to this game. And it is, even on Switch, it is astoundingly beautiful. I believe it. And that's my pick. That's a great one. Uh, Thorsten, what's your second pick? Uh, my second pick is Petri Willemsen from Willemsen Studios. And they are the, he's a developer of uh, Reentry, an orbital simulator. I link it in the chat. And this game is insanely realistic. It's basically the DCS of uh, of the early space programs. I'm going to be honest. I I own it, and I'm intimidated as hell to to. I I'm scared of it. I I haven't played it yet. I, <laughs> Everyone is scared. I, I know it. I need to. I know I need to cover it. But like, I look at this. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, everyone, yeah. everyone is scared of it. Seriously, it's uh, it's insanely complicated, realistic, and I'm, I mean, it's it's basically a a, a a depiction of the early space program of the of the USA. It's still in early access, but it's uh, nearing completion. Let's let's put it that way. It's uh, the current version is. Uh, 0.9.5 or something like that and um, um i <laughs> i don't want to scare you brian I no i'm gonna scare i'm gonna cover it eventually it's just i have to accept the fact that i'm going to look like an idiot while i play this like what's this button do yeah i'm just gonna be the biggest moron playing this game so, gonna be so a pack led like <laughs> oh god <laughs> Brian, you love manuals, and uh, there are a lot of manuals you can print out. Uh, seriously. Oh, there is a manual. One manual, there are several. Oh, God, uh, yeah, right, there is. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. But uh, Oh, my God. Happened, <laughs> yeah. What happened in the three years since I own the game is, 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 is nearly insane. I bought it when, when you could barely play, uh, barely play the Mercury uh, uh, program, and... Uh, Shortly after, they added the Gemini, Gemini program, and uh, now you could play it. Uh, you could you could play the Apollo program complete with moon landings, doing EVAs, and all all the stuff. Insanely complex. Okay, you guys, it's there are seven manual. There are seven manuals. <laughs> there are. I don't want to scare you. Brian. There's one quote unquote game manual. Three no four flight manuals and two mission control manuals consider Ooh. me interested <laughs> i do love reading manuals that that is that is true i do love reading manuals so my god this is uh I am okay. I woof. <laughs> uh, there are two types. There are two types of people. Oh, there's seven manuals. What the hell? And oh, there's seven manuals. Go on. Great, <laughs> yeah. great, great. Yeah. yeah I, I I will admit I am more the latter than than the former, <laughs> but still, yeah, it's I'm still a little intimidated. But knowing there are seven manuals makes me actually feel a little better. I'm gonna be honest. With you. I thought the latter would be only seven. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the where's the where's the strategy guide? It- <laughs> God, you, you you might need one. You might need one. <laughs> no, uh, seriously, is- I'm wow. it, it, All this is done by one person, and he puts out um, updates after update after update in in a weekly, bi-weekly uh, 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 ratio. And, 
and and every update is meaningful uh, or better most yeah he sometimes, puts out sometimes they are, yeah, he sometimes they are, they are just uh, 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 small bug fixes of a bug but generally it's it's it's, it's mostly a content edition yeah it's it's obvious that he he puts in the work obvious and uh it's really fantastic and yeah, Fernando, the game is too realistic. I don't know, man. <laughs> people love this sort of thing. People love DCS and and whatnot. So people people love this sort of give me all the switches to flip type of thing. Like if you if you miss one switch, I'm gonna be mad. So <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep counting them damn rivets. This, this is a sort of game where Brian would be on stream, and then there would be six or seven of us in the chat going through the manuals and telling him what to do. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that is basically what the control. stream is going to be. Like, I spent, oh, oh. I know I'm going to stream this. I spent the last week reading all the manuals, so I at least read the manuals. And then when the stream comes, like, just looking at, like, okay, guys, you need to help me here. Uh, you it's guys like are CSS mission control. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys are gonna be my mission control, basically. Um, I want I, I want to mention that you can yes that that you could could play mission control in multiplayer. Oh damn! That, oh damn! Possible. Oh damn! Okay, well that's probably gonna be a land party at some point. It's gonna be that. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> It's it's keep talking and nobody explodes. It's, it's gonna be it's, it's, it's either gonna be, it's gonna be a either a very lengthy series or the shortest land party we'll ever have. <laughs> One way or <laughs> keep talking and try to get off the ground. <laughs> okay, what do I do? Flip this switch. I flipped it. No, the other switch. No, no, no. I did flip that one. No, no, no. The other one. <laughs> it's gonna be the whole stream. No, no, no. That one. No, no, no. <laughs> Give me the whole thing. Oh man, no, I'm. That's my pick. <laughs> so no, that's a good pick because I I know of the game, but I am I am legitimately terrified of this game, like legitimately terrified of it. And I'm surprised it's not VR. Actually, it looks like it could be a VR game. Maybe at some point it will be, but it looks like it could be. I guess. Um, oh, we uh, are uh, supported. Oh, it is. Or better support yet. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know VR was supported. That's really great. Um, overwhelmingly positive reviews too, y'all. That's that's pretty impressive, especially for an early access title. Um, that is great. All right, uh, Jacob, what do you got? Uh, well, I've got two options that I'm thinking of, and I think I'll go for one that's slightly less. Uh, Ah, sorry. So, uh, so I'm I'm here to talk about about a gentleman that called uh, calling himself Mazalud on the internet. Uh, oh of yeah, Aerodynam Industries, the developer of Nebulous Fleet Command. Oh, Why? <laughs> because uh, it's a game so insane that uh, Brian completely bounced off of it, and I love it. So that should tell you all you need to know about how unhinged it is. Oh, but God, it is an excellent. Excellent three-dimensional tactical combat game about uh, spaceships blowing each other up uh, using um, using genuinely uh, genuinely interesting and advanced uh, combat techniques, radar radar and sensor management, uh, extremely intricate ship design, uh, like the best ship designer in my in my humble opinion ever. 
with a massive variety with a massive variety of builds with a huge variety of uh, interesting options. They've added an entire second faction, by the way, in one of the recent updates. So now you don't no longer just have mirror matches all the time. You genuinely uh, have to, you know, think think asymmetrically. You have to engage in asymmetrical warfare, either as a, either as a technologically advanced but militarily straightforward faction, or as a bunch of rebels operating uh, convert converted warships, but using Cra- crazy and uh, unheard of tactics like m- mines and container missiles and all sorts of other nonsense that is utterly just staggering. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, and for military nerds like me, it is, of course, perfection. The, it is the perfect game for people who love fiddling. If you're a professional fiddler, <laughs> poor choice of words, if you enjoy fiddling, slightly better choice of words, like me, uh, you will love this game because you can adjust adjust things ever so slightly always and things can just work so well in a perfect infinite rock-paper-scissors matchup where, except it's not rock-paper-scissors, it's about 57, uh, 57 different things on each side that all can kind of sort of counter one another. It's absolutely brilliant, but I... Uh, it's absolutely brilliant. It's 20 USD on Steam. It's dirt cheap. Love it. Yeah, it's an amazing game that uh, I might. Oh God, just and think, the community is spectacular. Thinking about playing that game makes gives me a headache. I'm not even kidding. It's I'm not. It is a great can, game that is totally not for Brian. Yeah, I'm gonna have Fair to enough. cover it at some point. I know. Uh, I'm just gonna go. I'll in, do my best to help. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go in knowing that I'm gonna be terrible at it, and just hopefully, hope I hopefully I show that it's not the game; it's me. You know when I play it. <laughs> I'm just have me for com- just have me for comparison. Yeah, maybe just like sweet. yeah, maybe I'll have you on voice with me. Like like I'll screen share and you'll like be there with me. Like maybe that's how we'll have to do it. You know, I don't know. That is probably a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that might that might be how it has to happen. All right, David, why don't you uh, close us out? All right. Well, I'm uh, gonna go back to uh, what Julia started here. By the way, sorry, of, uh, I got every. We got everybody, right? I'm not forgetting anyone. We got everyone, right? I, I, I think. think I think. So. I think we got everyone. Yeah. Okay. So thank you. All right. So David, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna close this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going back to what Julia started here with uh, everyone's shooting space games, and now everyone have talked about space games, and I'm going back to Mother Earth here. So I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, then I'm gonna talk about uh, the developer that uh, well made me do something with my life. Now that didn't quite work out, and uh, well, all in all, that's SCS uh, software that made uh, the very famous uh, Euro Truck Simulator too, an American Truck uh, Truck Simulator. Fantastic. Uh, they actually, Fantastic they actually games. inspired me to take my truck driver license, which I still have today. Oh wow! And. Um, yeah, I drove trucks around here in Stockholm, uh, twenty eighteen to twenty twenty one, something like that. And um, yeah, it, it it didn't work out. But I've heard from a lot of people that I were pretty good at my job. So yeah, even computer nerds can drive trucks. I say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a pretty interesting also to see uh, where SCS were before they made uh, your truck simulator too, because. Apparently, they knew nothing about trucking at all. They had no idea how it worked, and uh, they had done some trucking games before Your Truck Simulator 2. I mean, it's, it is the second game, after all. Uh, but none of them turn out like this one just did. 
Um, so they made a lot of research, went to conventions or, well, trucking uh, demos and stuff uh, where they learned a lot how trucks work and stuff. Very interesting to read up on how they actually got to this and uh, then, well, deliver this game, which they have uh, kept updating all these years later. I mean, this was released back in 2012. And yeah, they're still at work with it. And there was another uh, game that they uh, delivered as well here. Uh, as uh, Once again, they want to uh, work, about, uh, work with trucking games. They need to make an American truck simulator, which they did. Now, that game didn't quite turn out to be the hit that they expected. So uh, and development has been pretty slow with that one. They're trying to add each state slowly but surely to the game. But something cool happened uh, early in its life cycle. Um, one of the earlier, I don't know which uh, states was in the game at that point, but I think it was uh, Nevada and California or stuff like that. And there recently had been an uh, accident with a rockfall on the road uh, somewhere in Nevada. And what did they do? They read the news and then closed down that route in game to reflect what actually happened in real life. Uh, uh, uh. Which uh, I think is pretty cool, if anything. That's terrific. I, I got to so say. So we actually had to reroute traffic. So they're really interested in the trucking business. And yeah, they're they're watching the news. They want to learn more. And I think that's to be applauded. I got so, uh, to say, I got nothing but love for Euro Truck Sim 2. I, I load it up every now and again just to do a run or two. And it's actually the game that got me to buy a gamepad for the first time. Like, I never owned a gamepad before Euro Truck Sim 2. All right, <laughs> get a gamepad just to steer properly. Um, yeah. Wait, what? Uh, I know, I know, Fernando. I know a thing happened. What happened? I mean, I know they're we're talking about a Russia uh, DLC. Are they not going to put it out now? Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> So I don't know if we're t- going to talk about politics there, so, but yeah, oh, no, uh, that was a thing. But, you know, the DLC they've released for it, besides all the, um, the, uh, the paint packs and stuff, they've actually released quite a bit of DLC for Euro Truck Sim 2 and American Truck Sim. And it's all great. You know, it's, it's all, it's all just absolutely terrific. Um, so I wish I had known about this game in the middle of the pandemic because it was like, wow, you can go someplace without ever leaving the house. Yeah, yeah. that that's why I don't really care much about the American one because I've driven across most of these states. But like Europe, yeah, I've never been to Europe. I'll drive across Europe at a tr- uh, virtual Europe in a truck. That's great. <laughs> I can see my house from here. And I gotta say, it's got a, it's a quite a trip to go from Sweden to Spain and then go to uh, to Britain. It's a pretty cool trip to do. Lots of changes in the in scenery. One thing I love that they they allow you to do is save en route. Like if you gotta stop playing for whatever reason, you can just save and leave and come back and just resume your route. Like they didn't have to do that, but they did, and I really appreciate that. You know. So uh, yeah, they are a terrific developer. No, no question there. Uh, and we're just under the hour mark. That's great. Well done, guys. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so that's going to do not. it. Yeah, so that's, good. that's going to do it for today. Uh, next week is up in the air. I'm trying to, we were supposed to have a developer a few weeks ago, but then I was an idiot. And so uh, I have to reschedule them. So hopefully we're going to have them back on next week. Um, but if not, we'll do a topic. So we'll, we'll still have something. So next week is up in the air. And tomorrow is also up in the air because I'm actually leaving the house today uh, and going to see people. So I don't know if there's going to be a stream tomorrow. Um, so we'll see. Um, but one way or another, we'll see you uh, probably on Friday for Gunship 2000. Very excited about that. And uh, thank you, chat. Like Thorsten just said, thank you, everyone in the chat. Very active chat today. Love to see it. And uh, thank you to all, not just the devs we talked about today, but uh, if we didn't single you out today, don't fret. We still love you. Uh, thank you, especially to all the devs who work hard on making the games that we love. So thank you all. Even if we didn't mention you specifically today, that doesn't mean we don't love you. So thank you. And uh, thank you as always to our patrons. We love you especially for uh, helping keep the lights on around here. And um, thank you as always to everyone who's gotten vaccinated. Oh my God. If you haven't gotten vaccinated yet for the love of the prophets, Odin, Zeus, whichever deity (laughs) you want to believe in, um, Please go get vaccinated. We, we it, it, can't believe I have to keep saying this, but please, for the love of whatever, go get vaccinated if you haven't yet, because we need to get through this. Join the Vax Squad, yes, because uh, it's just it's if if you don't get vaccinated and you get COVID, you can end up in the hospital, damage your internal organs, have long COVID, you know, which could be fun. be even more damaging. You know, um, so please, COVID is no joke. It's not the flu. It's much, much worse. So please get vaccinated. You know, if you haven't already, my God, two for the protection of Bajor. Yes. Bajorans would get (laughs) vaccinated. Absolutely. They'd get vaccinated, especially if the prophets told them to. Absolutely. I'm, I'm sure Kira would have gotten all the vaccinations. So be like Kira, one of the best characters in all of Star Trek. Be like Kira and get vaccinated. <laughs> Have a great one, everyone. Be safe, be well, and we'll talk to you later. Uh, Bye, everybody. That's a weird Bye. way to end it. Like I'm on the phone. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>